everyone and welcome back to another, to another episode of the Impact Playing, impacting more than just gaming. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and at times have debates that revolve in and around the video games industry. The merge is now beyond than just gaming. We are amplifying voices from a multitude of backgrounds, creators, artists, game developers, writers, business, business leaders, and more. You can be a part of the live show experience over at twitch.tv backslash the impact play and by clicking on the notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform to simply search for the impact play. So, I am Shros Mohammed, otherwise known as It's Yagu. This is episode 91. We have a ton of news to discuss. Bethesda has now officially an Xbox studio. Plus, Square Enix presents its own digital showcase. Facebook still has plans to release at least two more iterations of the Oculus Quest. Plus, the top news stories in the gaming space. So, without further ado... We're going to start with the very first segment where we just, where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, what are we looking forward to, or just simply anything goes, even if it doesn't directly revolve around video games. So, what I've been playing this week, I've been playing a nice variety actually than my usual playthroughs. If you guys been, if you guys want to join my uh, live playthroughs of of these games and more, be sure to hit that be sure to hit that follow button and that notification bell. So, again, I was playing more of the Outriders demo, and then I've also hopped into Bravely Default 2, and overall, I've definitely enjoyed that game. Outriders, I played it again on the Xbox console. Gameplay was a lot better, a lot smoother, even though the graphical fidelity wasn't there. It was still a much better experience for me, personally. And I've also... Hopped into Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> it was like literally a surprise. I think it was yesterday or Saturday. So I believe I went live Friday night. I, it was, uh, it was a, short, a short stream. And yeah, I just sit back. It's a nice chill uh, chill game if you, if, you're, if you don't want to hop into these first person shooter type games. Such as Fortnite, Apex, what have you. And yeah. I just been just cleaning up my island. That's essentially, what I've been doing cleaning up my island, and I literally happened to be late at night, so the shop was all closed. I purchased a couple of things from the Nook TM, as I like to call it, via bells. And the only thing I don't like about it is the limit is five items. <laughs> so literally every day I have to go go ahead and purchase more of these Mario items. So this way I could have a Mario type themed room in my house. But other than that, that's essentially it. Okay, yeah, that's essentially it. Uh, what am I looking forward to? Just the next, the Zack Snyder's Justice League. We have a couple IRL movies that are based around gaming. We have The Last of Us. We have Nathan Drake's, uh, what's that game called? Uh, let me look that up real quick. By No Tom Holland starring in it. Uncharted. Uh, that's, yeah, that's essentially it. And I've been watching 
the only anime I've been watching is as of late is ReZero, which is on uh, Verve and Crunchyroll because Crunchyroll owns it is an, an is an extension of uh, Crunchyroll or or whatever the case may be or vice versa. But essentially, they're one of the same. But yeah, I've, I've been enjoying that anime. Every time when they answer a question that I might have, it raises a ton more. So I'm not going to spoil it for those who haven't watched that anime yet, because I know there's so much anime right going on now that you can that we can barely keep up with it. And of course, you know, I'm a Yu-Gi-Oh! fan as well of the TCG card game. And I'm looking forward to Ghost of the Past, I believe, is the... Like a mini set that's coming in March. No, it might. It's March now. Yeah, sometime this month actually. Yeah, so it should be available soon. Uh, actually, let me get into. It. I should have a tab here. Oh yeah, there's two new starter decks coming out too: Slayer, the Sky Dragon, and Obelisk the Tormentor. And you know, I'm gonna have both. And then let me see something. Bear with me. Those are supposedly going to release sometime the, like the first week of June. And then you have a yeah. Here's oh, this is new. A new set is coming out. It's like a mini mini set. King's Court coming out at the end of June. Okay, I'm definitely going to buy a box. Yeah. Oh, it's in April. So I was right. Okay. Well, I was close. <laughs> So next month. And then, we, of course, I'm going to be doing box openings for you guys as well. But there is this special edition Blue Eyes that's uh, going to release sometime in the spring, summer of this year. And it's a silver. Let me see if I can pull up an image just so I can show you guys. Um, yeah, there's, there's this, yeah, I'll just pull up this. I don't know if you can see it though. Um, there's, okay, I don't know if you can see that, but that's essentially it. It's a silver. All metal blue eyes white dragon limited to a thousand copies the platinum finish in case in a protective brick of Arcalic. orders will be limited to one per customer and a thousand dollars so actually th considering it as well <laughs> for a collector's thing <laughs> that's it <laughs> what we have is someone in the back with the, I don't know if you could see that but I have a it's an Assassin's Creed print that came with the Assassin's Creed Valhalla box opening that I did maybe two, three months ago. I, I, I'm not, I don't even remember. Let me see. Let me look up the YouTube channel and check from there. Play this. Uh, no, it wasn't here. It was my own personal channel then. Playlist or is box openings view 
It's not here. How is it not here? So weird. I know I need a box opening of it. Take. Uh, review speaking out. Yeah, hold on, view. Mm -mm, yeah, I'm not seeing it here, <laughs> which is so weird. And I remember doing a video of it too. But whatever the case may be, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on TikTok. Oh, actually, let's do that now. Let's go to my TikTok page. Let's mute it. Okay, I think we're good. Now let's find it again. Oh, here it is. Yeah, in back in November, I did an opening on it. Which is weird. How is that TikTok and not on YouTube? <laughs> well, okay, it is what it is, I guess. It's probably somewhere in my computer or my files, so it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> so I guess without further delay, Let's get into the news because we have a whole lot of news to talk about. Bethesda finally officially becoming a part of the Xbox first party lineup. So, uh, without going into these articles, just about, uh, in, in, um, in the meantime, I want to discuss this. This... Uh, I guess it's, sorry, it happened officially September or November of last year. If I'm not mistaken, hopefully someone can correct me on that. Uh, Microsoft announced that Bethesda was was uh, going to be a part of the Xbox family. And then, of course, you have to go through all, all these um, FTC and uh, SEC and all, all these different com commissions. And uh, they have to be... Uh, certified and agreed in Europe, here and here in the states, and what have you. So the deal finally went through, and there was rumored to be a Bethesda, and some type of announcement, but the announcement turned out to be a roundtable discussion with uh with between Microsoft and Bethesda, the folks the 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 multitude of studios under the Bethesda wing. So essentially they were just every, every like every Bethesda isn't just Bethesda game studios. It has all, all these other studios under it, under its, under its, under its tree. And they're, they've all just expressed gratitude to be a part of the Xbox family. With with even Microsoft limitless funds, so this way, but now Bethesda, or should I say ZeniMax, what have you, 
they don't have to worry about releasing a game as fast as they can now they can take their time make sure these games are running the best that they can before before they get released because they will be focusing on releasing these games first and foremost on game pass wherever game however um you enjoy game pass essentially and then now because once uh they don't have, uh pretty much they don't have to try to push these games as fast as they can now they can let, let let these games bake in the oven until they become fully ready for a release so uh that's essentially it let me see if there's anything else that i forgot to mention let me mute this watch for a second actually let me mute the phone i think that'll mute the watch Okay, let's see. Uh, talked about that. Talked about that. And then, also, let's read on this article coming from GamesIndustry.biz. Microsoft is increasingly comfortable leading into its messaging that future Bethesda Titles will be exclusive to Xbox and Game Pass platforms. Judging my comments made in the Bethesda roundtable earlier this was it this week, yeah, this week. Mm, excuse me. We have games that exist on other platforms, and we're continue and we're going to continue to support those games on the platforms they're on. Phil Spencer said that 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 the topic of exclusive ex- exclusivity came up. They, there are communities of players. We love these communities, and we will continue to invest in them, and can and even in the future, there might be things that have either a contractual things or legacy on different platforms that will that will go do. But if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. When my Okay, so I know there are a couple of folks on the PlayStation side that are hoping that the set of titles might not be exclusive to Xbox. But then again, why would you spend $7.5 billion to not make any changes? Uh, If they weren't going to change anything, they wouldn't have gone ahead and purchased them. Like they did with EA Play. They partnered with the EA to bring EA titles onto Game Pass. So why would they go ahead and full out purchase them instead? People are looking at Moing Studios and Minecraft and so on. That's a one-off. My Moing was working on those games for those platforms way before Microsoft even purchased them. So of course they're going to continue to support those platforms that those games are on. It does not make sense. Like there are one-offs and then contract obligations and so on that were put in place before Xbox went ahead and purchased them. I would say maybe a year or two in. After that, like Starfield and... uh, I forgot the name of the other game that's coming out. But essentially, all these newer newer IPs will be exclusive to to Xbox Game Pass. So don't... 
be mad or anything like that. But if it was Nintendo or Sony that went ahead and purchased them, everybody will be clapping left and right. They would be all, all aboard this. But since it's Microsoft, oh no, Microsoft is about legacy. Da -da 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 -da. Uh, they care about where where the gamer is. Da -da 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 -da. Exactly, where Game Pass is. So unless Sony or Nintendo allow Game Pass on their platform, which I highly doubt, and Peter, I'm sorry, what's his name? Uh, Paris Lilly from Gamer Tech Radio and the kind of finance X Cast said it best. You don't spend that kind of money to leave everything as is. You. Of course, there are changes that will be made. End of story. All right. Okay, let's see. Oh, yeah. Vesa titles are starting to appear on Xbox Game Pass. And let me get into these games. Uh, let's see. We have Dishonored, Dishonored 2. Doom, Doom 2, uh, Doom 3, Doom 64, Doom Eternal, The Elder Scrolls. Oh, that, that was, an, I think that was The Elder Scrolls game, Elder Scrolls 6, I believe. Um, Elder Scrolls 3, 4, 5, Online, Devil Within, Fallout 4, 76, New Vegas, Prey, Rage 2, Wolfenstein, The New Order, The Old Blood, and Young Blood are now officially on Game Pass. The majority of them are on all three platforms, so console, PC, and cloud. The only exceptions are Fallout New Vegas, which is just on console. The Elder Scrolls Online, which is just on cloud and console. The Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, console and PC. Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, console and PC. And then you have... Eh, essentially it. But yeah. And then, all in a, on top of that, some Bethesda titles are getting frame rate boosts on the Xbox Series S and X consoles. So the games that will see this performance performance boost will include Arcane Studio. Oh, that was the name, Arcane Studios, Dishonored Definitive Edition, and Prey, and the Bethesda Game Studios, The Elder Scrolls V. Skyrim Special Edition, Fallout 4, and Fallout 76 are coming soon. Alrighty, so we talked about the Bethesda thing. We got that out of the way. Now let's even talk about some Halo Infinite news. This is coming from over at GameSpot. Microsoft has, a fish, has released another deep dive video on Halo Infinite in which several developers from the team spent 44 minutes answering questions about the game, which was originally supposed to launch with the Xbox Series X and S. One feature that won't be in the game, at least initially, is dual wielding. Uh, the whole video is a treat, with Sandbox designer Queen Del Hoyo, lead world designer John Hokai, campaign art lead G. Justin Dankis, and gameplay director Troy Mashburn, answering numerous questions that fans submitted on Twitter. Uh, so we have different cinematics, an open world.
uh, here's a quote from Mashburn about the open world. When we talk about the spiritual reboot of the franchise with Halo Infinite, we wanted to capture the essence of this feeling of player choice. So I'm assuming it's going to be somewhat open world, similar to Gears 5. Uh, so that's essentially it. And now we're going to go into the Square Enix showcase. Uh, this is coming from Game Informer. Square Enix has confirmed that it's holding its own showcase later this month called Square Enix Presents. The show itself is expected to be just over 40 minutes long. It will include the world premiere of a new Life is Strange experience as well as Outriders, Marvel's Avengers, and more news. The Square Enix Presents showcase will go live on March 18th at 10 a.m. Pacific. So that'll be 1 a.m. No, 1 p.m. Eastern for those of you uh, in, in and around Atlanta. Or, or in the Eastern time zone, I should say. Confirmed announcements is, is a brand new Life is Strange game, which details are reserved for the show. The company tells us the latest adventure will feature an all-new protagonist with a strange new power. Also confirmed is new Outriders gameplay, a new look at Balan Wonderworld, a celebration for Tomb Raider, more about Marvel's Avengers, a Just Cause mobile game, and a few other sprinkled in surprises. One question that will be asked that this show is where's Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2 news? While there is the possibility that this could be one of those miscellaneous announcements, I would temper any expectations that the team is at place where they can ship where they can share more. It's a possible, absolutely, but nothing the company has shared points towards part two news. Uh, okay, let's go into this Square Enix announcement, see if there's anything different here. No, essentially nothing. Same, same bit of news. All right, I'm definitely excited for that. And as soon as we get more official details, I'll be relaying them to you as well. To everybody who are watching live or later on YouTube or even podcast services around the globe. Alright. So a a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh all beat 'em up game has just been released. This this is coming from Kotaku. Uh oh actually no, Kotaku doesn't even have anything. Let me look this up. It's Shredder's Revenge. It's, uh, let me look into this. Oh, here it is. Inverse. Okay. Uh, in the retro 16-bit era, Konami produced some classic arcane beat-em-up games on the franchise. The most famous and launch lure of those is Turtles in Time. I'm not seeing anything. Hold on. When is the release date? Okay, it doesn't have a release date. But it says coming soon. Okay, and there is a new trailer that I guess we're going to go ahead and watch. There is a reveal trailer. But it has a remix of the song, so that's the thing. We can't really, really use music, so so we we won't, so we so we don't receive a strike, so we won't be playing that. But if you guys are interested, I'll share that with you guys in chat now. Okay. All right, moving forward. Zikana, 
pledges is teaming up with Girls Who Code and donated $100,000 to help grow the initiative's range of support programs. This is written over at gamesindustry.biz. The donation will be taken from Zigna's Social Impact Fund and will enable Girls Who Code to run more free clubs for young women and ongoing, ongoing support for its alumni. The partnership was announced as part of Zigna's International Women's Day efforts, which also include social media posts championing the women helping to make its own workplaces more inclusive, as well as themed activity and empire and puzzles. So Girls Who Code is an international non-profit organization for those who aren't aware that specializes in teaching kids more about computer science and how to use it, as well as connecting them with peers and mentors to help them find a career in tech sectors such as the games industry. The group has reached more than 300,000 girls in the US, UK, Canada, and India, 50% of which were from black, Latin, Latinx, or low-income backgrounds. More than 80,000 college-aged girls who went through the program are majoring in computer science or related fields. Girls Who Code is on course to help close the gap, the gender, uh, gender gap and new entry-level computer science and related jobs by 2030. Alright, moving forward. Japan's Super Nintendo World has been delayed even more. It's coming from another company from GamesIndustry.biz. And not the way you think. Not in four days. In four days, but add another four years from now. Actually, no, this is... Oh, Saku. Is the, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me look into this further. I forgot there's two. <laughs> I guess I'm confused. Uh, let me look into this. So I think Osaka is still on track to open up this year. Alright, let's go to... No, this is November. I need something that's up to date. Okay. Um, let's look into this one. So still on track to open up this year. I, that's what it's looking like. If I'm, if, uh, if I'm mistaken in this, let me know. Or by sending us reader mail. We're leaving a voice note over at, at anchor.fm backslash impact play. I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, it's lifted in March 1st, but this is two weeks ago, this article. Let's see this one. doesn't look like it's a video. Alright, so I guess we'll move on. But it does seem... Oh, okay, okay, I see. Okay, meanwhile, the U.S. Super Nintendo World is set to open up at Universal Upcoming's Epic Universal Park in Orlando, Florida, has been late to 2025. It was initially scheduled to open up in 2023. Okay, okay, I was getting those two confused.
Okay, that's essentially it. And it's saying a third location in Singapore was also announced in 2019, but the time frame hasn't been detailed. COVID has definitely changed the world. Okay, V1 Interactive, the developer of Sci-Fi FPS Disintegration announced that it is officially, uh, when was this article written? It's officially closed. I want to thank all the talented people at V1, both past and present, who helped make the last five years wonderful, the studio statements reads. V1 Interactive presents, and Halo co-creator Marcus Leto tweeted that the studio has been transparent with its, with its employees about the state of things for months. We'll be giving them ample time to search for new jobs while being supported by the studio. See, this is the way to do it. Not like the way Stadia uh, did it first party studio. Like literally a week ago before they an announced that they were closing its, its first party uh, doors. It's like, oh, congratulations, you guys are doing an amazing job. What have you, keep keep at it. So what does that tell us? That we, we still have a way... Like, at least a year, year or so in, right? Next thing you know, they didn't even find out from the company directly or from their employers. They literally find out from social media the same moment that all of us found out about it. So that's how horrible that they did them. Like, literally. And the funny thing is, it seems the same people that told, told those developers and so on that you're doing a tremendous job knew about this in advance. So that's how horrible they were. Okay, so kudos on you guys. Overwatch is getting an Xbox Series X upgrade, but there is no sign of a PS5 version. This is coming from Games Radar. Blizzard released a patch notes for Overwatch update 1.58, documenting the arri arrival of the Jetty Morchi challenge and several other updates and bug fixes. The notes released on the Overwatch website make no reference to an upgrade, but those posted to the Blizzard forums by community manager Josh Nash have a section de dedicated to Xbox updates, quote-unquote. That section suggests that Overwatch has been optimized for the Xbox Series X and S enhancements. The main change seems to be the addition of a preferred mode, graphics option, which allow players to switch between three graphical presets. Resolution mode focuses on higher resolutions at the cost of image quality. While balance mode does the opposite. Finally, frame rate mode prioritizes 120 frames per second at the cost of resolution and image quality. But to repeatedly need a TV, this of course needs 120 hertz reversible refresh rate to actually take advantage. So obviously, wait until you get like official announcement from Overwatch. Okay, about more details. So, next. So, apparently, we're getting a micro, Microsoft showcase taking place at, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, on March 26th. This is coming from Games Radar. Uh, according to a new reports from Windows Central, the Xbox manufacturer will be holding an upcoming broadcast on March 26th. The outlet reports that while rumors had previously pointed to a showcase taking place on the 23rd, their own sources now tell them that the plans have shifted slightly, with the plans showcase being pushed back uh, by three days. So it's not saying anything, it's just rumor speculation, but yeah. So be on the lookout for that. 
and apparently uh, God of War is uh, studios hiring a lead writer for an up unannounced project which means it isn't God of War Ragnarok but it's still worth getting excited for so, uh, it's coming from games radar Sony Santa Monica studio highlighted the vacant position in a post to its Twitter account linking potential applicants back to the official greenhouse boards for their role there's a strong likelihood that this is the same project for which SSMS started recruiting an art director back in January uh, Okay, looking at these job listings, we all we also know that these projects is likely to still be very, very early along. The art director and lead writer both play key roles in shaping fundamental aspects of big budget games, which means they intend to come on board fairly early in the f creation process. So, so take this with a grain of salt. The same thing happened with uh, Halo Infinite's quote unquote new project. So this it looks like it's gonna be the same. It's gonna be the same case. So take it with a very, very minimal grain of salt, I should say. Alrighty. So last and final, it's coming from RoadToVR.com. In an interview with our information, first time I heard about that. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg continued to project its bullish outlook on XR as the future of computing, saying that the company is also working on Oculus Quest 3 and 4. He also spoke about what he believes are key features and challenges for future Oculus headsets. In a conversation published this week, information reporter Alex Heath and Matthew Alsall spoke with about the company's ongoing XR efforts. I'm assuming that's mixed reality. Zuckerberg said, as he previously believes that Quest 2 will be a breakout production in the VR space. Quest 2 is, I think, going to be the first mainstream virtual reality project. It's already just in the few months that has just been out, quite outsold the version of the Quest. He further confirmed the company is already at work on two subsequent versions of the headset. Not surprising that it did so well. Because of how hardware gets developed, you kind of need to know what your next three projects are going to look like. At all at the same time, it's not like software. Uh, it's not like software where uh, we're changing it every week or every couple of weeks. Zuckerberg said, "So we have product teams spun up now, working on the next few generations of virtual reality, and what Quest three and four are going to look like. And then, of course, fundamental technology that goes into what terms of improving the optics and the performance of it, making it smaller and later, and adding a lot of functionality that you'd want." He later said that uh, many of the company's feature priorities for future VR headsets are guided by the, the, the desire to deliver social presence, the feeling of being physically near someone at a distance. So that's essentially it. We don't want to go into this further. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's go into the. I didn't see this. Zuckerberg also spoke more broadly about the company's XR initiatives, which included the Facebook smart glasses that are due to launch this year, and the uh, risk-worn input that company has been pursuing. So let's take a look at these before we end this.
I hate when this gives me like a general thing. So you have to join now to read the full story. I hate when these like news articles or websites do this. You have to make an account just to read an article. Interesting. Okay. That goes to show that I should not even acknowledge your website article. Uh, okay. So it looks like Facebook, aqua, uh, has acquired, oh, has announced acquisition of CCRL Labs. When was this announced? 20 September. So let me look into the see if they, they acquired them or no, or not. This was a couple of months ago. Yeah, they acquired them. Just making sure. This is an old article. Uh, let's see. Let me show you guys what I'm looking at. That looks like this would be the worst mounted device. But it looks like, of course, it was, this was back in one in 2019 so this is like literally a year and a half in so of course technology is going to change it might be even lighter or what have you see but it definitely looks great it might even be somewhat similar to an apple watch Okay, looks like that's about it. Let me see if we have any last minute news stories or any breaking announcements. That are worth noting or worth mentioning, I should say. Oh yeah, there was a uh, Watch Dogs Legions actually got, um, finally got online multiplayer. I forgot to mention that. It's an honorable mention. Uh, and apparently it's National Pi Day. Oh, hey, there is a pie in Animal Crossing. I have to get that. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Hold on, what's this? Apparently, there is a game dev direct going on now, media in the exchange. We'll look into that, see if there's anything worth mentioning. I got an idea. Let's do this. Search. News. Let's see. Let me read it. Uh, quickly go through this article. I don't see anything. This is just literally a paragraph. Uh, paragraph. <laughs> I can't even see a paragraph. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, uh, just uh, wait. Is this saying 
like literally, like literally a paragraph. That's all it is. Stinks, stinks. Okay, I'm guessing they don't have anything. No, that's in February. I need something now. No, this is old. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> so I'll go look. I'll go actually do the research myself. See if there's anything worth mentioning, what have you. And then that's essentially it. Well, we had a whole ton of news, and I expected it to be like an hour and a half, two hours long, and we're literally under an hour. <laughs> that's funny. So. Uh, if you guys want to send this video to me, here's how. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and even any questions you may have for us by sending us reader mail on our Discord server by leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play, or even by sending us an email to reader mail at the Who knows, it may even be featured on a future episode or even a special reader mail segment of the show. So thank you guys so much for making the Impact Player part of your day. If you wish to join a community server on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation Discord in chat now. And guys, we are trying to unlock subscri subscriptions over on Twitch, and we need your help. Share the channel with your friends, your family, anyone who believes in benefit from the show. Help us level up the show to where we know, to new heights, where we know that we can reach. So leave us a review, I mean just a rating on your favorite platform. This helps a whole lot. Have a great one, folks. Until next time. And also, before we end the stream, give me one second. I got something that uh, that's, will be uh, worth mentioning. I will be on the GameFi podcast uh, later on today. So uh, roughly around 4 or 5 o'clock-ish. Be sure to check, check, out, uh, check them out. And I'll definitely be uh, tweeting about that on my social, I mean, my personal show, uh, social channels as well. I-D-T-I-G-O-O-H. So be sure to follow me on Twitter. Again, thank you guys so much, and have a great one, folks.